Welcome to the Thread and Ladle podcast, where we share conversations about living a handmade life and inspire each other to practice daily acts of creativity. I'm your host, Beatrice Perrin Dolan. podcast listeners. Thank you so much for joining me today as we talk about gratitude and peace. It's a topic that's close to my heart. We'll be talking about some of the things that I've already touched on in the episode about joy, but we'll be digging a little deeper and also sharing some other great links with you as well. Before I dive into the episode, though, I have a few announcements. The first one is something I'm very excited about. Today, the day that this podcast episode is airing, I just launched this morning a new collection. It's called the Estuary Collection. It is a collection of five knitting patterns. There are several that are updates on some of my old patterns that have been favorites of some of my knitting customers, as well as two new pieces. And they're in some of my favorite new yarns. Um, There's some Sincere Sheep in the collection. And if you haven't explored her yarns, she makes incredibly beautiful yarns. She has a lot of um, single single breed yarns and she dyes everything by hand and they're just really beautiful yarns. Uh, so there's some of her yarn in there. Her name is Brooke. And there's some Spin Cycle yarn. And if you haven't explored Spin Cycle, it's incredibly fun yarn to play with. Um, it's It sort of mimics a hand-spun yarn, and it has just gorgeous, amazing colors that's really exciting and fun to, to use. Uh, there's also Magpie Fibers, and she just has the most amazing color palette. So I've used hers in a couple of different pieces in that collection. And then there's also some Yarn in the House which is also a new favorite. So I've really cultivated a a collection using some incredibly beautiful yarns. Um, They're all pretty small makers, and there's some of my favorite pieces right now to wear and in my wardrobe. So I hope you'll enjoy it. I will link to that collection in the show notes. You can also find me on Ravelry, Thread, and Ladle. And if you follow along with my newsletter, there will also be a um, discount code for the collection. So if you would like to get the discount code, be sure to sign up for my email letter. That's threadandladle.com slash newsletter. And then you'll receive that. The other thing I wanted to mention was that a week ago, uh, as this episode is airing, I released the Wintertide shawl. And I had an a really exciting podcast episode scheduled for that day, but my son was sick, so I had to cancel. And um, hopefully, I can reschedule it. But the Winter Tide shawl—it's a lovely shawl. It's a half circle with some lace down the center. It's one I'm really in love with. Um, but the the yarn is really special, and I really wanted to, to have Casey, who um, distributes the yarn, on the podcast to tell you more about the yarn. And so I'm hoping I can reschedule with her so that you don't miss out on that because uh, it's just incredible yarn. Uh, it's it's a company called Cashmere People, and the yarn, there's some cashmere yarn and there's some Kashgora, and it is hand-spun by women in Tajikistan and Afghanistan, and it provides jobs for women who might not otherwise have a lot of opportunities um, and gives them uh, the chance to be able to provide for themselves and their family. So it's a, just a really, really special yarn, and it's a really beautiful yarn, and so hopefully I'll be able to have Casey on another 
episode coming up so she can tell us more about how Cashmere People started and um, what's happening with it now. And so if you'd like to be notified when that episode is aired, since I... I'm not quite sure when it's going to air. Depends on when I can reschedule with her. Um, you can make sure to either sign up for my email list, which is, again, threadandladle.com slash newsletter. Um, and you can also uh, subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and now Stitcher. That's new. Um, so those are other ways that you can make sure that you see that episode when it's aired. On that note, I just wanted to no- to kind of note what you can expect with the frequency of podcasts. In general, uh, my intent is to is to uh, post a new episode every week, um, but there are times when that's not going to be able to happen. So for instance, a couple weeks ago, I was teaching uh, at a knitting retreat, and in that case, then I, I just, I wasn't able to record a new podcast episode. Um, so occasionally there will be gaps, and then of course, like I mentioned, Sometimes my children get sick or, you know, something in life happens. Um, and in those moments, that's my priority. So there there will be gaps from time to time. And I just thank you for your patience and just know that I'll be back in a couple weeks or a week um, if, if I miss a, 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 a podcast episode here or there. So thank you for continuing to listen along, even when there are short gaps. So to get into our topic today, um, I really wanted to chat about gratitude, and I talked about this a lot in the episode about joy, but because we're coming up on Thanksgiving, I thought it was worth a revisit. Uh, you know, this is, <clears throat> the holiday season can be such a crazy, chaotic time, um, and I just wanted to remind myself and remind all of you that ways that we can slow down in this season and and truly focus on gratitude and not just rush through the motions. Um, We can all just get sort of swept up in the tide of what what the the world around us says this time is about, you know, Black Friday doorbusters and whatever, or eating turkey, but, but there's so much more and there's a depth that we can really find if we look for it and if we cultivate it within ourselves. And so I just thought that, that it was worth a reminder for today's episode. And if you listen to episode five, Joy, then you know that I'm a, a huge advocate for gratitude practice and, and it just seems so related to this upcoming holiday. So, and for those of you who are listening from other countries, uh, upcoming is the holiday of Thanksgiving, which is a supposed to be about gratitude. But it's certainly relevant for those of you who are listening from anywhere else in the world as well. And before I talk about the specifics of a gratitude practice, I wanted to mention a few things about gratitude. I've been doing some reading and there, uh, gratitude has been a topic of many, many researchers. And if you do a quick Google search, you will find loads and loads of articles on this topic from many different sources. Um, I sort of wanted to distill down a few important points about the topic. And one is that gratitude is, is is just as important, maybe more so, when you're struggling with something than when you are happy. Research has shown that people who seek mental health services have better results when they partner that those services with a gratitude practice than just counseling alone. So I think, you know, it's easy for all of us to sort of be grateful when things are going well or when we're happy or when everything's just sailing along. But but it's really important for all of us to remember that even though it may be harder, gratitude practice is 
just as important, maybe more so, when when things aren't going great. And um, and so that's just something to think about. And and in those moments, you know, it it feels like the last thing you want to do, but but it is an important it is an important practice. The other thing I wanted to mention is that a gratitude practice takes time to be effective, and research has shown this. This isn't my opinion. It's it's not a one-day process. Studies have shown a sort of snowball effect where the benefits of gratitude just increase more and more over time, which is another reason I wanted to talk about this during Thanksgiving, because if you are going through the flow of life and you arrive at the Thanksgiving table and you share something you're grateful with that for, I'm sorry, then that's a wonderful thing. But to truly reap the benefits of gratitude, it's it's a practice that we need to continue to do on a regular basis. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that it gratitude is so powerful that it physically changes your brain. And there's lots of research again out there on the internet that you can find, and I'm sure in many journals. Um, but that, So that's how powerful a gratitude practice is, that it actually physically changes your brain. So just wanted to keep those things in mind, as I mentioned some different ways that you can incorporate a gratitude practice um, in your life. And as I mentioned, you know, because gratitude is something that you need to do consistently to reap the benefits from, maybe this holiday season is the moment you decide to start a gratitude practice. Maybe that, that spurs you on, or maybe you start thinking about ways you can incorporate it. And here's some ways that you can. I wanted to thank uh, Jay Nick Girl on Ravelry for stopping into my Ravelry group and sharing this link. Um, anybody can stop into the Ravelry group uh, in any of the forums, but there's one specifically about the podcast. And Jay Knit Girl shared this link from Patricia, who, who is from Knitography. She has a vlog, and she shared some information about a knitting bag book. And I wasn't familiar with Patricia or Knitography before this, so I wanted to say thank you, Jay Knit Girl, for sharing that. That was fantastic. And I will link to the, the vlog from Patricia in the show notes so that you can also read it. But she goes into depth in this um in this vlog about how she uses a knitting bag book. And I think it's such a great practice and um, it's not exactly something I had thought of, but I like the way she does it. She suggests just having a little notebook that you keep in your knitting bag so that every time you sit down to knit, you can pull out your little notebook and you can have a little gratitude journal in, in the book. She also talks about other ways that she uses the book and some ways that you can use the book. So I highly recommend you go watch that vlog. It's really great and very pertinent to this conversation. So thank you for sharing that, Jane Nick Girl. Um, I, I think I'm actually going to do that and get a little knitting bag book so that I can start that practice as well. Some other ways I th- that we can incorporate a gratitude practice into our either daily or weekly lives is to light a candle. Um, I think that lighting a candle can be really, really powerful. There's all these little ways, uh, little rituals that we do and when we do them over and over again they signal something to our brain so if you use a candle or the lighting of a candle very intentionally to signal the start of something say in our house we do it at the beginning of dinner and that's a signal to all our children are and us that dinner is beginning now and and we are all going to have dinner manners and pay attention to one another and have meaningful discussions sometimes. Um, But it can be a powerful moment. So maybe consider getting a a candle that is 
that signals your gratitude practice or is a moment of meditation for you. The other thing I would I could suggest is a, a gratitude knitting project. Maybe there's a simple project in your life that you could use that is either your gratitude practice and you'd spend a couple of minutes saying out loud or to yourself things that you're gratitude grateful for as you're knitting it. Or maybe it's something deeper and it's for a specific person in your life and you spend a few minutes every time uh, be, reflecting on why you're grateful for the person you're knitting that project for. One of the other suggestions I came you know, across when I was just doing some web research for this episode is a gratitude rock. And I really loved that idea. It's just a rock that you can keep in your pocket or around you. And each time you come across it, you know, if you're reaching into your pocket, you find the rock, you just say something that you are grateful for. And the other reason I loved this one is because um, I actually have, my aunt has been making stone jewelry. And so I have a, a rock, a stone necklace that she's made me. And I loved the idea of using my stone necklace as my gratitude rock that when I reach up and, and feel it, then I can just list something that I'm grateful for. And you should stay tuned because I have a few of them that she's made for me to sell. And I haven't figured out where or how I'm going to do that. But if you're interested in having a gratitude rock necklace, then um, you should make sure that you follow along or sign up for my email letter. The other thing would be a gratitude jar. And I like I like this idea just as much as I like a journal because it, it, it can be visual and beautiful and you can have little notes that you just stick in the jar and maybe that's just a visual reminder as your gratitude uh, notes stack up in your jar of how much you have to be grateful for in your life. The other thing I would suggest is to write a gratitude letter to someone. Um, now, this is something you could write and keep to yourself, but it's also something you could write and share with them. And I like the idea of writing a gratitude letter that you send to someone because it just it spreads the, the positive nature of a gratitude practice with those around you. The other thing would be to go for a gratitude walk, which is, you know, a, a sort of meditation in and of itself. Another thing is to just thank someone for something. Maybe you mindfully decide that you're going to thank someone for something every day. And it seems like a small thing, but um, but that can make a big difference. You know, if someone's having a crummy day and you thank them for something that they've done, that's a meaningful, a meaningful thank. It can it can also, again, spread the positive effects of a great gratitude practice. And then I wanted to mention too that there are loads of gratitude apps and downloadable prompts from the internet. And if that is something that's going to get you working on a gratitude practice, then I think that's great. Personally, I, I have sort of a, a love-hate with my with electronics in my life. And I, I think that using my phone takes something away from the gratitude practice for me. But if it's something that will help you just get started, then there's lots of apps and um, online tools to begin a gratitude practice. So I'd, I'd love to hear more about how you all feel about gratitude practice and if you have one and if you're trying to begin one. So please do stop into my Ravelry group and we can discuss more about gratitude practice and how you incorporate it into your life and how you incorporate knitting and craft into your gratitude practice if you do or don't. So I, I definitely will be doing the knitting bag book. So maybe you'll join me on that journey. The other thing I wanted to talk about today, besides gratitude, was knitting for peace. 
Um, this fall in September, I went to, I taught at the Knit Main Retreat, which was held at Haystack Mountain School of Arts and Crafts. That was the venue. They didn't host it. Um, Yoga and Knitting Adventures was the host. That, um, so I can link to the those her retreats if you'd like. And while I was on this retreat um, teaching knitting, I met a woman named Christina Campbell, and she told me about her project called Knitting for Peace. And I loved the idea of it, and I asked her to please keep me in the loop of what happens with it and what she's doing with it. So she sent me some information, and she's gearing up for her big knit along, and so I wanted to share information about her project because it's a really special project, and there's so much to it. So um, here's a little bit directly from her. The Project Peace 2018 Global Knit Along launches on December 1st. It's a 21-day event created to spread peace to knitters around the world. Now, in its third year, Project Peace features a pattern especially created for the knit along and for 21 days of complimentary blog posts on The Healthy Knitter, and that's Christina's website. I will link to that in the show notes. She's thehealthyknitter.com, I think. The knit along culminates on December 21st, which she's dubbed Worldwide Knit for Peace Day. And for those of you who may not know, it's also the solstice. So it's a really special day to to be reflective and um, introspective. The 2018 Project Peace pattern symbolizes seeds of peace, representing that age-old wisdom that one simple seed, one peaceful act can nurture others, growing and cultivating the peace we all seek. Blog posts will offer simple steps that readers and knitters can take to create more peace and harmony in their own life, even as simple as enjoying a 20-minute walk in the outdoors. The intent behind Project Peace is to provide opportunities for people to choose peace in their daily life, to promote peace and peace building from the bottom up rather than from someone else creating that change for us. Uh, this year's proceeds from the Project Peace pattern will be donated to two organizations working to create peace. Seeds of Peace, which is a summer camp engaging youth from around the world to be leaders that will transform their communities and resolve conflict, and Solid Africa, a program in Rwanda providing food to vulnerable hospitalized patients. Uh, the pattern is going to be available on Ravelry on November 15th. And I spoke with Christina or emailed with Christina about this and wanted to make sure that you all know that even if you choose not to knit Christina's pattern, um, you can still participate in the knit along, um, you know, meditating on peace. However, I just wanted to mention too that if you decide that you want to participate, uh, but you want to knit your own pattern or something else, um, consider still purchasing the pattern from Christina because it helps her for one, it's it, the proceeds go to two really great organizations and it helps her, it helps her sustain doing this, um, doing project piece. And, um, I've, she's puts a lot of time and effort into doing it. And I think it's a really wonderful thing. Um, and if you haven't, I'll also link to her. So I'll link to her blog and her website. And I'll also link to her Ravelry group, which I've popped in. And one of the things I find just fantastic is that there's a map. There's a pinnable map. And so you can go in and pin yourself. And it's this amazing visual of how many people are participating and sort of meditating on peace through their knitting during that time period. So um, go and check it out. It's really, really neat. Um, and it's a really great month-long project and um, consider maybe even doing a few things or doing something 
on the solstice or hosting a group or hosting your own sort of meditation on peace during that time. Um, there's lots of ways to participate. So thank you for sharing that, Christina. I'll definitely be following along during the, the month. And uh, again, I'll leave all the links on the podcast episode. And you can find Christina online, thehealthyknitter.com. On Instagram, she's at thehealthyknitter. And, um, and I will link to her Ravelry group and the pattern page. Thank you so much for joining me on the Thread and Ladle podcast today. I would be so grateful if you could take the time to leave a review on iTunes. It helps this podcast reach interested listeners and it helps me to continue to produce it. And I wanted to mention again that there are several requests for the podcast on Stitcher and it is now on Stitcher. So please follow along there if that's where you choose to listen to your podcasts. I wanted to leave you today with this quote from Brene Brown. Joy is not a constant. It comes to us in moments, often ordinary moments. Sometimes we miss out on the bursts of joy because we're too busy chasing down the extraordinary moments. Other times we're so afraid of the dark, we don't dare let ourselves enjoy the light. A joyful life is not a floodlight of joy. That would eventually become unbearable. I believe a joyful life is made up of joyful moments, gracefully strung together by trust gratitude, and inspiration. Thank you for joining me today on the Thread and Ladle podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to be notified when new episodes are posted or when I publish new knitting patterns, you can sign up for my email list at threadandladle.com newsletter. You can also find me on Ravelry and on Instagram under the handle at threadandladle. Until next time, may you find joy and creativity in your days.